Uh, this is Draco McCoy, Bleed Now Podcast. I'm back with another episode of uh, this beautiful, beautiful thing that I do with beautiful people uh, and beautiful listeners. Thank y'all for tuning in one more time. I hope y'all feeling good this summer. I hope uh, I hope you're living healthy, living real good, and treating your body right. And you feel me? I'm in the gym every day. Once again, you know, I feel like I've been talking about this shit for a minute too, like consistently. I, I hope so at least. You know, I've been feeling like I'm a, I'm on a good roll. You know focus on my health in that gym trying to eat good uh, running all the time and shit you know so you know i hope y'all treating yourselves good and if not you know what i mean let's 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 get right let's get it together uh but regardless i ain't nobody daddy i hope y'all having a good one um news i told y'all i was in a band i was trying to tell motherfuckers like hey look first album is out or it's our ep it's our demo whatever you want to call it but inner peace 22 demos out now inner peace if you type in inner peace 22 demo it'll pull up me and my boys one of the hardest if not the hardest hardcore band in the city right now and look i ain't trying to even talk crazy you feel me shout out to my boys my dogs but you know i'm, I'm just proud of myself you know i'm always talking my shit man look tune in we got shows, we got merch, we're we're trying to go off, you know. Shout out to my boy Helvy uh, with, with his uh, new snot records. You could cop the physical uh, on this band camp. And uh, yeah, we on all platforms with it, man. Go crazy. Uh, but speaking of Helvy, uh, this episode is all about him. He's one of my favorites in the hardcore scene. Uh, and him and his band, L.I.B., my favorite band uh, besides Kiddo. And shit, my band right now, you know. And shout out to Helvy, I've been knowing him for a while. He was on the skate scene for a while. That's how you know I was introduced by him. But you know, he really, uh, he really has a crazy voice in his, in his hardcore shit. It was uh, kind of inspiring for me. I can't do what he do, but I love it. I ain't gonna lie. So well, we talked about his, uh, where he's coming from in indie, in the skate scene, and this uh, punk scene, hardcore scene, whatever the fuck you wanna call it. And uh, yeah, man, tap in and make sure y'all listen to his music. Uh, um, you know, L I B L dot I dot B dot. Life is beautiful. Uh, good, good, good music, man. Anyways, I got nothing else to advertise. Blast that inner peace shit. Listen to this podcast. More episodes coming soon. Let's start the motherfucking show. In three, and two, one. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Yeah. Draco and his motherfucker bleed not all over the motherfucking place. Not motherfucking literally, very figuratively. I'm with my boy Helvy of LIB. Life is beautiful. What's going on, man? How are you doing, brother? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm having a great day. I, I was like shitty. And then as I was telling you earlier, the rain. Put you in a better mood. Just makes me happy. It's weird. It doesn't do that for anyone else, but I think you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's opposite day. <laughs> I'm bullshitting today. Hey, man, um, thank you once again for, for fucking with me today. Dude, thanks for asking I've me. I've been wanting to really talk with you for a minute because I've known you for a minute, you know? Yeah, I feel like that we kind of came in the scene around the same time. We did. Like late 2014, early 2015. Yes. And we yeah. just kind of been like acquaintances for the longest time until recently that's my favorite though i love like the mutual respect relationships just you know? seeing one another and just being like hey dude yeah what's up and that's like, that's it i fuck with you yeah. and what you do yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah fucking uh 
all those days I was in Matthias' crib, just fucking oh yeah, dude. Shit out. I would just come down in uh, from my bedroom and just hear everything of what he was making, what you guys were doing. And yeah, you guys would come out and I'd be like, dude, this shit, shit sounds good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we was out there going in for sure. Yeah, all my all my days off, he was constantly working, so it was just listening to beats and like him replaying the same five second clip right for about 45 minutes so right. i heard everything it's the reason why i can't produce bro i'll be ready to but fucking jump out a window swear to god oh dude i i couldn't handle it just the repetitiveness of it would would destroy me it pisses me off because it'd be like it'd be like one pattern it'd be it, i have a real big issue with trying to get shit out of my head yes and dude. it's there and i don't know how to get it out you know it's 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 like the the catchy song that gets stuck in your head that you just keep singing. You're like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like lately, since I'm doing the, the inner peace shit, my yeah. band, plug, I'm in a band. <laughs> this shit rules, dude. Go check it out. Yeah, since I'm doing that shit, like when we're, they're like, they get a song, yo, how you feel about this? How this sound? I'm like, all right, cool. And then immediately I'll catch a bar and like, I can't get that one thing out of my head. I'll be trying to write but that one melody that I already thought of is just, like, stuck. Dude, you know? a lot of shit hits me, like, while I'm working, and I'll have to stop what I'm doing, like, pull over or anything and just put it down in my notes and be like, oh, that's cool, because yeah. I'll listen to the recordings, because I'm sure Tyler's recorded the little, um, whatever the fuck it's called, the field recorder, mm -hmm. just put it down and, like, recorded everything that they've done. Yeah. And he'll send them over to me, and I'll be listening to him just trying to think because it's it's all I can really do. You know, they're, they're, everyone else is writing the music and they're just like, what do you think about this? I'm like, fucking kicks ass, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So all I got to do is they're waiting on me to write lyrics. So That's I just, how it's been for us. And I kind of hate that part because it's like I feel all the pressure. Every time we come to fucking rehearse and they're like, finally got it all down. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Y'all going a little too fast. Yeah, they're like, hey, you, you got anything for this one yet? I'm like, no. No. I will sit here and watch you guys nail it down and listen to it a couple more times, and then I'll have something. Right, but the good people, they don't give a fuck. Exactly. Like, there's there's it, really no pressure. It's all the pressure you put on yourself. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know what, man? You are in my favorite band besides Kiddo. You are I, my two favorites. I mean, yeah, it's uh, Kiddo's probably my favorite band from here as well, so yeah. it's, you know, they... They've been doing shit for a long time. Really good dudes. It was crazy. And yeah, they're they're fucking. Especially seeing them on Tuesday was, I hadn't seen them since, like I said, since we played yeah. with them a couple months ago. But it's always they're always super fucking tight and mm -hmm. really good. I just feel like I love when I could tell everybody was like kind of meant to be linked up. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, absolutely. Shit just feels like flawless victory, dude. That's that that I was talking to uh, Dustin and Tyler and Chris about this mm -hmm. is. We the next morning I woke up was going to work and I woke up to like a bunch of different messages from them and they're saying like dude last night fucking ruled like everyone especially for a Tuesday dude we had so we had over I think a hundred people there at State Street which is insane like even for a Friday that's like a a great fucking show yeah. and everyone was feeling great everyone played great it just the the energy there it made me feel really good about where where the Indianapolis scene is it was. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. I it felt, was good. I felt great. It was consistent. Yeah, we all did our thing. Yeah, dude, it was it was super cool, and the touring band was great too, and they got a lot of love. So I felt I felt really good about that. I was I was nervous because week weekday shows, as you know, are just they're they're hit or fucking miss. Yeah, I mean, and and just so anybody knows, yeah, we had a show together. Like uh, it was my band, Inner Peace. It was Lib. It was Kiddo, um, and then Public Opinion. Yep, it was, they were on tour, right? Yeah, they're from. Uh, uh, Denver, Seattle area. Yeah. 
Uh, some of them live in Denver and some of them live in Seattle. But shout out Convulse Records. They put out their record and our record. Shout out to Convulse Records. Yeah, I was like, super excited for that show because y'all got to understand, like, I listen to Kiddo and LIV. Those are, like, my two favorites. It's been consistent. I, ain't, I haven't folded on that. You know what I mean? But it's, like, <laughs> it's just one of those things where... You know, this is our second show, so I was like, "Shit, we already getting set up just perfectly." Like, oh yeah, to win. Like, well, and you guys were it's it's insane for you guys. The second show, you guys were incredibly fucking tight, which is, I mean, and you guys have you guys have musicians who've been doing I'm about this to shit say, a while. Everybody, everybody on the team is yeah, they they got it together, you know. Oh, 100%. shout out, shout out to us sharing the same drummer. <laughs> yeah, dude, shout out Tyler, shout, shout out, out Tyler. shout out Tyler. Man. Tyler did two sets. You know, shout out the big old boy. I yeah. feel like he'll be he's doing that next Friday too. Yeah, yeah, which is you know. God, Godspeed to him, man. Yeah, I mean, he's good. He's a, he's a fucking animal. He's got it together. Cause I ain't got it. Nah, actually, coming up, I got a a show with Inner Peace, and then two days later, I'm doing that fucking uh, it's a show at the Hoosier Dome where it's like, like wrestling. Oh yeah, and, and Sundown's playing that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like two days after Inner Peace show, I'm barely gonna have a voice. <laughs> did you did you order the that that shit I was telling you about no, that I vocal didn't. zone? I need to get that. Dude, shit. I got I got some in my truck. I found out they're, you they're found in my it? truck. Yeah, they're in my truck. I'll All get right. them to you before you leave. Thank you. Yeah, I got Fuck you, dude. Yeah. Those things are for fucking sailors, man. Bro, I'd be losing my voice like a fucking. I feel like a bitch. Oh, bro. dude, dude, I've totally ever since we got back from our last tour, I've totally changed like my vocal style. I was like, I I can't do. I can't do what I've been doing and play more than like three shows in a row without completely blowing out my voice. Right, and so then I've I, had to change. You got to realize too is like I don't think people really care. No, exactly. That's that. That's what I'm always super self conscious. And then every video that I see, it's like, oh, it sounds pretty good. And then everyone comes up to me and they're like, that was fucking, you know, that was awesome. And I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm just way in my fucking head. But I feel right. like that's anybody who's You're supposed to be. Damn yeah. it, we're trying to be great. Yeah, we're trying to be fucking phenomenal. Here. Yeah, we're trying to be the best. Come on, All it's right. fucking our time, dude. I want to tell the people. I want. You, I want to get the people to know who you are because look, right? I've known you as. Two things. Well, three things. Three things. Great, great guy. Phenomenal. That's number one. Okay. You feel me? I've known you as a really, really great skater. Mm-hmm. That's how everybody introduced me to you. You know, it's like, yo, bro, you know this guy? He's one of the best. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, all right. But, you know, I'm not really big on skating. Right. I just fuck with, I fuck with the boys. I be like, you know, I try to come around, but oh, I've never been a, a good skater. That's not my thing. Especially being at the... Uh, at our old uh, apartment, we yeah. had, you know, Leland was there and yeah. and he's one of my oldest friends, but we always had like, we'd come back from skating street, skating, skating the park or whatever. And everyone would come back to that fucking place. Yeah. So it would just be packed with like 15 fucking people in there. Well, I like that. I like that skate community way different from music community in my eyes. You know, it's just oh, like yeah. everybody's actually close friends, hang out, like... Oh, dude, it, w- it was not like that until around that time. Everyone was very clicky, and then everyone grew up and realized that, why the fuck are we doing this? And it was a really good fucking time for skating at that. Like, 2016 was fucking awesome. 2016 was good for everything. Dude, I... I yeah. Everything. 100%. I had such a good time. Those, like... That year, the year before, and the year after. Yeah, like, looking back at it, it's like, damn, dude, that was such a good year for fucking everything. Yeah. Music, skating, just, like, being being alive was just, like, a felt great. Like, nothing, nothing could tear me down. Right. And it felt like everything was going according to plan. Like, everything was getting better. Even through my, like, bouts of depression and shit, I was, like, I was creatively free. Mm-hmm. And I was still, like, young enough to where, like, I was, like, We'll get through shit, whatever, you know? Oh, yeah, dude. It's crazy because now I'm, like, 27, and, like, I'm thinking of, like, what 
my perspective was when I was like 17 oh, and dude. niggas like at 27 were like old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking, I keep thinking, I'm like, dude, I'm fucking old, but yeah. I'm just like, I just passed the threshold of like, you know, my mid 20s. Now I'm like in my later 20s and I'm like, dude, I'm fucking old. It's like, I'm not right. even 30 yet, man. I, well, I keep being like, shit, man, if this is the case, because I run into, we would be at the bars and shit now. And it's like, bro, right. like, I see motherfuckers like, they can keep being them until they're at least 48. And Dude. then they're going to try to figure out what else. They're going to pick up some pieces. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There, and I'm there like, are shit. some people who are, who are you know, uh, older who I'm like, I don't, how the fuck are you doing this every day? I mean, I ask that. I'll be like, shit, I, I ain't going to make it to that to that point. But also, I love the fact that you can you can live, you know, by your own terms. You, you're going to be you for the rest of your life. Yeah, I feel like there's people out there who are older than me who have who are younger than me and, like, at at heart and like yeah. in their, their their body it's like dude i can't fucking do that shit anymore if you don't die you can do anything you want to do yeah that's very true you know <laughs> you can still continue to live right <laughs> let's talk about young healthy bro cool uh where are you from you from indy yes i'm from the west side of indianapolis um i went to high school i went to ben davis nice. um so i'm not like crazy far out west like avon or brownsburg but I'm kind of in between Speedway and Avon. Yeah. And um, I didn't didn't really hang out on the west side too much. It was mainly going to the east side to skate Lawrence Park or I would go uh, to Major Taylor. I didn't really have a lot of friends like outside of school. Like I had acquaintances in school that I would talk to to make the day better. Yeah. But I really don't hang out or talk to anybody that I went to high school with like at all. Um, I feel like that's okay. Yeah. Like I know some people that like still hold on to that shit, but like I'm so like I'm fine with that. Dude, whenever I was in um, my next door neighbor, um, he was three years older than me, I think. And I would hang out with him a lot and a lot of his friends. Yeah. And um, once I got into high school and they were in college, a lot of them would say, man, you know, I miss high school. It was the best time of my life. And I just thought that was kind of that. That's crazy. Yeah. Like why? It's fucking nuts. It, it, whenever you were like 17, 18 is like the best time of your life. Like That's crazy. No, no fucking way. I could not wait to get out of high school and just, you know, become an adult, which at the time sounded great, but you know, once you actually start living on your own and working and shit, it's fucking terrible. But I just, I hated, I hated to be there cause I just don't like, I didn't like the idea of being forced to, to learn things. I wanted to go skate all the time. My senior year, I got a car for my birthday and I was out all the time. Yeah. No, as soon as you got the whip, it's over. Yeah. I had one friend with, that just had the whip and I was just, bro, take me with He's like, yo, pick, pick me up, Stop. dude. And, yeah, he's older dude. than me. I was like, bro, come on, stop playing. Where are we going? He's like, I got to get the <laughs> fuck out of here right, right now. I can't do this shit anymore. You know what's crazy? I think about the whole, you know, people, high school is the best years of your life type shit and I've always tried to figure out what it is until I hear like some people really talk about it. Right. And you know what I think? And I'm I'm talking out my ass as podcasters do, <laughs> right? <Just laughs> but as as I always wonder if it's the fact that like that you get so much. Like, if you're good at school, you get congratulated all the time. Oh yeah, people fuck with you heavy. You just get like gratification for everything you do. You it's know, it's all instant gratification. And Once that shit's over, you have no nothing else to achieve. Yeah, no one else is like actually. It, it, I think the thing is, it's like you you're forced to be around people so like you you build up this like i don't know like a like a um 
Uh, you just become more social and you're around a, a lot more people. So you're forced to talk to people. And then once that's over, you're not forced to really be around people. So you kind of probably feel lonely yeah, and yeah. you feel like that you're not living, you know, to your, to your best. I'm not good at being around people. So I, I'm not either. I'm I so relieved to fucking leave. School. Dude. I well, And my, my whole thing was, is my, my school was based on sports. It was, you know, football and basketball. Ben Davis has some, some football players. Dude. Sure. And there's so many fucking people. That were in that school. I'm pretty sure there was like 1,200 kids in my graduating class. Like, yeah. we graduated on the football field. But I just, like, I was one of those kids that just kept to myself. And a lot of people fucked with me just because I didn't, I wasn't loud. Like, I didn't bother anybody. I just, like, did my own fucking thing and, you know, just kept to myself. And a lot of people were just like, yo, I, I respect that, man. Like, you're not going to, you're not going out of your way to, like, try to be a, a class clown. You're not trying to you know, be something that you're fucking not. You're yeah. just like who you are and you don't want to talk to anybody. I'm not going to fucking bother you. You and was in a, uh, were you in a skating since you were a kid? I, I started skating at, I think 11 or 10. So better part of almost 20 years now. Um, the kid who lived a couple houses down from me, he was, I think five years older than me. So at the time I was 10, he was like 15. So he was he was out on his like uh, out in the street skating, and I just walked down there and was like, "Hey, dude, what what the fuck is this?" Yeah. And uh, he had like an old school like shovel nose shovel tail board with like board rails and like a like a tail devil on it that he let me have. And ever since then, it's 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 been history. I just haven't I haven't stopped, and it's been it's been consuming my life. You still for, skate now? Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck it. I can't I I can't put it up. I can't hang it up. It's become it's it's literally made me the person that I am. Like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be in punk or hardcore or into half of the cool shit like music wise or anything without without skateboarding. See the thing about skating that I don't like is injuries. I've never broken a bone. I have uh I've broken my the first bone I ever broke was my wrist. I um just Pretty much fell like five feet straight back on it, and it just collapsed pretty yeah. much in, into itself. And I got surgery on my left leg. Um, I think that was that was right before I started um, the first band that I was in. But I was out for I had two boots. I like sat on both my ankles. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and I had I had Leland carry me because I was like, dude, I'm 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 done. I can't I can't do it. And he had to carry me on his back because we were downtown and carry me back to the car. And then carry me back. And you know, my old apartment, you had to walk up those stairs yeah. to even get to the first level. So yeah. I had to, he was piggybacking me, you know, up the stairs. And even to get down there, I had I had two boots on for the longest time. I just looked like a fucking wreck, dude. That's fucked, bro. I was, in a fu I was a fucking wreck. Yeah, nah, that's not my shit, bro. I'm going to cool off the Hall of Meats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? I've never had anything that's like been like, you know, bone pop out or anything like that. But it's, you know, it's... I've I've sustained a lot of energy. Did you injuries. travel a lot to fucking like go to spots and shit like that? I know the boys like to uh, pack up their shit and go to different cities. And oh yeah, I went. Um, there was and it wasn't like fully skating related, but I went to uh, I went on like a three week uh, like travel around the country, mm -hmm. and I went from like here all the way to California and then down through um, Arizona and then came back. You drove it? Yeah, I drove it. Oh shit! I had just gotten my. 2001 Subaru Outback. There you go. And was very happy about that because I've always wanted an Outback. I love those cars. Dude, they're so fucking sick. I like the Forester. The Forester, I've come to appreciate a lot more than the Outback itself. Yeah. I, the Outback looked like a shoe. 
Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> it Look like a, a big ass shoe. <laughs> but uh, every every state I went to, I found something to skate. Like whenever we were in Vegas, I was just walking around like I'm gonna try to find shit. Cause it's Vegas. There's got to be shit everywhere. Yeah. So everywhere I went, I would just try to find a new a new skate park. Like go downtown, find a new spot, and even traveling to go to like Chicago or go to Cincy, which is just a couple hours. But it's so much fucking cooler than than what we have here because there's. I mean, now everything's starting to come up, and shout out to Hunger. They're, they've they been building a shit ton of parks, and they're about to finish uh, Willard Park, Ebob's Hunger? Park. Hunger is a... Um, they they build they build skate parks, and uh, I think the gentleman who runs it, I think his name is Bart. If, I, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but... I like he, the name. Yeah, he, he is just... He built this place called Homewoods a very long time ago, which is in, like... Uh, these random woods out in Bloomington Mm -hmm. and you walk through the woods through like maybe half a mile and then out there is a fire pit and just this giant concrete bowl that he fucking built. And then around is a bunch of fucking um, uh, like bike jumps and shit. Yeah. So. That's hard. Yeah, you have to like, it's like invite, like if you don't know where it is, you're not going to fucking find it. Damn. And I've only been there one time, but he he built that forever ago, and it's just been like a, a staple of like Indiana, just like, oh, Homewoods, it's that fucking giant concrete bowl in the middle of the woods. <laughs> yeah. And people would go out there and grill out and camp and all that stuff, but he started like actually making parks, and he travels around the entire United States. He's done, he's done parks in like Utah, and I'm pretty sure California. He did the, they did the park in Peru, they did the, the new Greenwood Park. Uh, they did all the additions to Major Taylor. Wow. And now they're building Willard right off of State in Washington, which is uh Ebob's Park. You excited? I'm very excited. Hell yeah, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be really cool. I like how I like when people get involved to to make things better for the community, for the kids and shit. You oh, know? of course. There 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 are people that even don't even I don't I, at least I don't think they get paid, but they'll still show up to pour concrete or you know do whatever they can yeah. just to just to be there to help because they're so they, they want another skate park they want the community to come together and especially to have one like pretty close to downtown is i think going to be good and it's it's good for you know it's a good environment all the no one's really like an asshole yeah. in the skate community i mean there are exceptions there's but, always going to be a couple but. exactly there's always ex, ex, um exceptions but everyone's really welcoming and it's it's a great community to be a part of. So hell yeah, you ever been into biking? No. A lot of people bike out here. You it's know? like having a monster between your legs. <laughs> I don't fucking like that, dude. I can't. I can't just throw it away like a skateboard. You can just kick it out and it's fucking gone. Yeah. That bike, even... it's fucking there. Oh, and it's there and it'll fuck you, dude. It's just all metal. Yeah. It's all metal. And then uh, no, no. I, I used to like bikes. I used to fuck with bikes a lot. And spilling on a couple of those, you you think. Especially when I'm like just straight bullshitting like with the oh, homies. Yeah. I remember seeing a homie who was going down this long ass street, but it was just straight downhill. Big ass hill. Yeah, and like I just see his hand, his wrist just go just real hard one oh, way dude. and the whole thing just like he just skid the rest of the way down. Yeah, dude. The hills are not anything to fuck with. The whole I've, thigh look crazy. Dude, I've gotten I've gotten beat up on my uh my fair share of hills before and they're 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 terrifying. I'm too old to be falling, man. Dude, that's I've been I've been not jumping down anything. Yeah. No no handrails. Fuck I've it. just been, you know, ledges and quarter pipes because my, my knees can't take it. I ain't gonna lie to you though, I've been like putting on X games for my daughters and shit and like 
watching people that put on like the GoPros and like go straight downhill through these weird ass like situations. Oh, it's super cool, dude. And it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a good like I said, it's a good community to be a part of, and people enjoy it, man. It's become more popular now than it ever has, I think. Yeah, especially with it being in the Olympics now. For sure. Uh, when did you start? All right, because I want I want to be music related because I like music. Let's do it. And I have a, I have many questions. First is, what did you grow up listening to? Like, that's a very broad question, but <laughs> you know, like, are you strictly? And I don't even want to use the wrong words because I'm learning the differences between like punk and hardcore. That dude, the metal. subgenres are bullshit. Honestly, I was I wanted you to explain it to me, but not yet. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah, it's all bullshit. You used man. to grow up listening to rap or or straight like rock shit or what's up. I, I high school held. high school was um well in middle school that's where I started listening to like a lot of punk and just like obviously like the the MySpace hot topic yeah. scene kid bullshit yeah um but and whenever whenever I made a huge transition my eighth grade year I thought I was like the white little boosie I would wear like full <laughs> dicky suits yeah and I I was like dude I'm this is me. This is who I am. Hey, look, you wasn't the only motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, it's like the reason I wear dickies is because of him. Like you'd see him and he would just be in these full, like super crispy dicky suits. And I was like, that's the hardest shit I've ever, the all black forces, the yeah. all black dicky suit. Just, yeah. Shit hard. Uh, so fucking hard, dude. I had a homie that had like every color. Yeah. They dude. were like all blue. I all wanted red. them so bad, yeah. dude. If I had my own money, like it was able to make money whenever I was 14, that's yeah. all I would fucking wear. I you know what? I still have yet to like come come to grips with how big my clothes used to be. How like shitty I'd be in my mom. I'm like, bro, Tall I'm teams, not dude. wearing this motherfucking large, bro. You got me fucked up. Gang. Dude, I would take my mom to Foot Locker and be like, yo, I'm gonna get this. And she's like, Oh, it's a it's a large. Are you sure? And I was like, Yeah, it's a little it's a little big, but it's fine. And little yeah. she knows a fucking tall tee. Yeah, yeah. So it's just going down to like <laughs> past my fucking knees. Yeah. And I'm wearing these big ass the the not the original fit dickies, but the 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 bigger ones. So yeah. I'm just I just look like a fucking potato or something. I want to see a picture of you. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I, if I can find some, I'll show them to you, dude. Yeah. But I looked fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but you know, it's just you know, it's all part of the journey, man. For sure, fuck it. Yeah, and then I got uh, like my freshman year and shit. I got really into like Wiz Khalifa. Everybody uh, was, dude. Yeah, as soon as Kush and OJ came out, it everybody was, like, was, bro. Everybody started fucking smoking. Yeah, they, dude. They, yes, they finished jerking. Motherfuckers started putting on <laughs> Levi's. And yeah, shit, dude. You know? I was, I was straight. I was like straight up, just like Converse and Levi's yeah. and camo shorts. Yeah, like I was just, you These know, just sailing out, dude. Yeah, basic, <laughs> basic ass fifteen year old freshman. It was. Uh, I look back on pictures. I'm like. Damn, dude, what the fuck? And what what was I fucking wearing? Well, the dude? craziest part is like we went through a lot of like growing pains with like just fashion change like five times in a row. Oh, dude, social media totally just shit on everything. It was like here's what's cool, here's what's not. Yeah. And I think that was like the the beginning ages of like Twitter. I think was my was my freshman year, maybe Twitter my sophomore year. Tumblr was crazy. Times. Tumblr was. I never got on Tumblr until I got into maybe my senior year in high school. Tumblr put a fucking 
literally was throwing people's shit upside down. I just remember there was tits on there, and I was there was titties. I was very we just like, yo, it's what? Titties. Like you can see this is on like a. <laughs> I can just like right here. I was like, damn, I can't be on Tumblr. My yeah, mama like, behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, shit, shit was wild, man. No, nah, but it's funny because like niggas had like like famous people. I guess it's kind of the thing now, but like rappers was like really making niggas dress different constantly. Niggas was like on the eye future shit and like. Oh yeah, Niggas the vans was, and yeah, yeah. The, the fucking five panel hats. And yes, shit, sir. Fucking cats. And bacon <laughs> yeah, all and the shit. all the cats with the fucking the eyes and the upside down cross. Yes, yeah. Dude. Wiz had it on. I mean, and like now, I guess you see like Playboy Cardi and shit's like making niggas dress like Blade. And yeah, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean. A lot of these kids is like wearing designer clothes. I wish designer clothes was the shit to do when I was in fucking. Middle yeah, school. dude. My my whole shit was just like like I said, fucking dickies and like camo shorts yeah. and. You know, Chucks and Chucks were relatively cheap. So my mom was just like, sure, I'll buy you these, you know, $40 shoes. And yeah. Like, Fuck yeah, dude. Did you have a favorite band in high school? Or do you have a favorite, like just an all-time favorite band, period? My, my all-time favorite band is The Cure. They have done everything perfectly. There's not an album that you could put on by them that I won't listen to front to back. A Cure? Like C-U-R-E? The, the Cure. The Cure. C-U-R-E. I'm about to download it. You should. Uh, my favorite record by The Cure is 17 Seconds. Um... But uh, three imaginary boys is like pretty punky. They've pretty much they've they've just touched everything. Like uh, pornography was like incredibly dark wave, and then seventeen seconds is just it's beautifully done. It's it, they they just even like the um, there's like a uh, like a compilation tape. It's called the Standing on the Beach singles, and yeah. a lot of that stuff is really fucking good. There's a there's a ver um, a version of this song called. Uh, I think it's jumping someone else's train and I have it on cassette and it sounds different on cassette than it does on vinyl on like any like MP3 or whatever, like for like digital format. Yeah. It only sounds that way on cassette. And every time I've tried to like watch it on YouTube or whatever, just listen to the song, it doesn't sound the same. That I'm shit like, probably I, fucks with you hard. Dude, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like, I can't fucking listen to this man, but they're, they're my favorite band of all time. They've just done everything perfectly. Hell yeah. I just added it to, I got this playlist um, called Bands Sent to Me by the Guys By the fellas like, dude Yeah It got like It's four hours and 56 minutes long See there you go dude Anything somebody just send me I just throw it in there like, That's the best it. way to do it, it dude You know It's the best way Cause I didn't grow up on this shit man Like my mama used to listen to corn. Oh see dude yeah. yeah And like She put me on there Like just random shit here and there Cause you yeah. know like back in the day She's always telling me, like, you know, MTV ain't had rap music on it, you know? Like, oh, no. You know, everybody was listening to that shit back, like, back when she was a kid. Oh, know? yeah. And then, like, Michael Jackson came through and, like, started, you know, rocking shit, putting niggas on MTV oh, yeah. and shit like that. But it's just like, you know, when I came to, like, I think it was, like, eighth grade and shit, it was, like, Linkin Park, Evanescence. Oh, dude. Uh, dude. It's that one dude, he's like, I'm broken. Oh, that's fucking Cedar, dude. Dude, all <laughs> that, all that butt radio, rock shit. All that butt rock shit is so tight. Like everyone hate. Everyone tries to act like it's not tight, but this is hard, dude. Bro. Yeah, I, 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 I am very unapologetic. People talk about guilty pleasures, man. There's no such thing as a guilty pleasure. If, you, if it makes you feel good, but I just say if I liked good? it. And yeah. when you talk about like how you know the version of, of that song on the cassette is just like different, it's like nailed in your head. Like, yeah, there's Lil Wayne songs on YouTube because YouTube was my shit. I oh just yeah, been all day on YouTube. There's Lil Wayne songs where like. He has it for some reason. Two versions of it are released with like the same bars, mm -hmm. but they're like two different recordings. 
and that oh, shit dude. makes me want to fucking die when I get the wrong one. You get, you're like, like, no, not, not this one, I wait one, until dude. the drop, the beat go through, and then he start rapping. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, this is not it, dude. Gotta find the right fake cover art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, here's here's some shit. Okay, this is the one. Uh, were you in a band in high school, or, or no. when did you start doing that? I started being in a band whenever I was, I think I was 20. Um, me oh, and shit. Me and Franklin from FYC's, LIB is my second band. Yeah. Um, but me You and, was in City Trash. Yes, I was in City Trash. Yeah. That was my first band. And me and Franklin, I've known Franklin forever. Me and him went to high school together. He's a couple years older than me, but. Um, shout out to Franklin. Yeah, shout out Franklin. Uh, he's in a band called CML right now, which is really cool. Nice. Um, but me and him would always see each other at the skate park and just talk back and forth. And uh, we had very similar music interests. And uh, he was like, dude, we should start a band. I was like, sure. I can't play any instruments, but I'll fucking yell. Yeah. And then um, I was like, you know, we should get to play guitar. My buddy Jack. And I've known Jack through skating. And he's, you know, a street punk. And he's a great songwriter and a great fucking dude. And then he had a friend, Caleb. And we all just like came together one day. And then... You know, when something feels right, you're like, okay, this feels right. Yeah. And it just felt really good. We are all really good friends, and uh, everything just fell fell together and um, kind of had to work our way up because, I mean, no one really knew who I was, you know. Mm-hmm. Same with Jack or Caleb because I think Jack and Caleb, I think, were – they just gotten out of high school. I think they were 18. But, you know, Franklin had been in FYC, so everyone kind of knew who he was. Yeah. Um, FYC's but, was my shit. That's the first band that I, like – fucked with dude the my first my first like actual show that i went to was um i think it was at 945 it was at one of the one of the one of those fucking houses there was 945 and 947 i think yeah yeah i i think it was at 945 but it was um uh laughing gas uh the cowboys chud uh fyc's before tyler became the front man it was spike's birthday and spike was the front man at the time Mm mm-hmm and uh some other touring band but ever since i went there i was like i was hooked like that was like my first like introduction of like the indie scene of like hardcore because i just like was i had like watched watched like uh hardcore from afar but didn't know how to go about like what what was going on here locally i'd always just like listen to um you know what was out there but i was never like actually tapped in those house shows were the perfect way to fall in love with it dude 100 percent. like that's why like and it's crazy because still like to this day like i'm it's not many rappers from the city that like we're able to experience like what it's like to play on those shows with those punk bands hardcore bands and dude. shit you know yeah like i'm i just was just blessed to just like hop on the scene yeah and i'm just on these shows with all these fucking bands and like just tearing shit the fuck up, bro. dude. It was that 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 was a very insane time for yeah. to like come into. I was just like, dude, this is fucking wild because there was something going on every every weekend, and it was always something different. Like whether it was you know the Kitchen and Broad Ripple, or whether it was fucking Pizza King before Pizza King turned into whatever the fuck it is now. I had some good Pizza King shows, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Pizza King was fucking sick. Pizza King was crazy. I remember walking in there and I was. I had like a like a forty in my hand. And I was like pretty drunk, and there's just a family enjoying a nice, you know, pizza and whatever. And yeah. you know, you walk in the back room, and there's all this shit going on with yeah. a shit ton of people. It was the strangest, the strangest <laughs> feeling just to see that family 
enjoying their pizza, and then little do they know what's going on by, behind those doors is, I love it. is all this shit. It's the best, right? Yeah, and it's it's weird because there's nothing like that now. There's nothing that at all, though. No. It's almost like fucking creepy because like I feel like a fucking old head. Like an ancient person, yeah, you know like, what I mean? And yeah. it's crazy because that wasn't the peak of shit. Like, I no. mean, like for us, that's like... For me, at least, that's the crazy shit I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, same here. Uh, all the shows that we had, breaking floors, fucking double house shows. Oh, like, dude, that was wild. That I mean, bro, you guys on. couldn't even play. Could you guys play like one song? Bro, one fucking song. One song. Bro, niggas had to cut it. Yeah, and it was like, yo, the. F- I remember somebody took a forty ounce and put it underneath, like the the trim, <laughs> to where the floor was. <laughs> that shit was collapsing. Yeah, bro. I mean, that shit like that is like. I, you just had to be there. Yeah, yeah. But also, just knowing, like, motherfuckers telling me, like, yeah, bro, like, there was a string of shows and, and, a, and a whole phase like that before you even came around. I'm just like, fuck, bro. Yeah, like, I, I hear about it all the time from the people who are older than me. They're like, dude, like, 2012 yeah. and all this shit. I'm just like, dude, I I was, like, a sophomore in high school. Right, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I fucking bet. Guys, I didn't even have a fucking car, dude. Yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. I just pray, like, something happens again and maybe nothing that... that Dangerous or whatever, right? Like, you know, well, the floor is gonna cave. There were a lot of house. different things going on, a lot of different drugs and shit like that. Like, yeah, as we always keep saying, you know, time just changes, everything changes. Oh, hundred percent. But I hope the next thing is just like good for everybody. I feel like we're we're entering that that portion of everyone, you know, feeling good and everything getting better, and that's why I think it's too. I think it's because there's new things happening. Yeah, there. like especially with you guys, yeah. and there's a lot of new like not just hardcore bands, but like music just coming up and it's it's really cool to see everyone kind of like stay like not staying in their own lane but like directing where they're gonna go like people are not looking out to other people for validation they're just like i'm gonna book a show here and i'm gonna book my friends and like whatever and that's and that's kind of cool because they they don't really know anyone else they're just gonna do their own fucking thing and whoever shows up that night is whatever and they'll promote it and you know no one's really concerned with you know who they know now it's just kind of like i want to get out there and People are just fucking music. trying to grind. Exactly, just loving it. You know, yeah. the ego shit is has proven to not get nobody no fucking where. <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> with, without a doubt. Calm yes. the fuck down. Everybody's just let's all because at the end of the day, everybody's just trying to look and like just to have a good time for the night. Dude, that's what's that's, going on. That's where I'm at, man. I just want to play good music and hang out with my friends and you know have a good time while I'm right. fucking here. I'm not trying to you know I'm not trying to be something I'm not. I'm just a fucking dude who. Who just plays music, you know? And How that's, many shows did y'all do as, uh, sorry to cut you. No, How many shows fine. did y'all do as, uh, as City Trash? Uh, we were... Were y'all going... Uh, How long were y'all together? Like three years, I want to say. Yeah. It was a while. Um, yeah, we were together for like three years. Um, and we just kind of... I think we started to like hit our peak mm. right whenever we broke up. Because we were supposed to play that, um, that Little Ugly Man No Warning show. Yeah, and then we had to drop off because we broke up. And then was I, it a bad breakup? Y- yeah, at the time it was. I mean, everything, everything's like cooler heads obviously prevail, like after time, and you For know, sure. and it's just the situation, and it's like the situation was dog shit. Yeah, and just you know, it happens. That, yeah, every everyone's cool now. Like, at, like, yeah, it had nothing to do with like the band personally. That's all I'll say about it. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, honestly, I've had situations like that. And it'd be like time, 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 time be up for some shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I'd be like happy some shit break off when it break off. Even if it was like on some stupid shit, I'd be like, all right. Oh, yeah. You know, my and attention I mean, it, needs to it be led elsewhere. Me here. Yeah. You know, it led me to where I'm at now. And, you know, it's I wouldn't have 
I wouldn't have met these dudes. What'd you learn? Like, uh, since that was your first band, you uh, you never performed, done anything no. before that shit. Like, what was that like? Just, just performing for the first time? Yeah, because for me... I don't feel weird about this shit. You oh, know? dude. I've been performing for a long ass time. Like, I was like, the only concern I have is my voice. I don't give a fuck about anything else. Like, I'm already in this shit. But I couldn't right. imagine, like, my first experience performing, being in a band. I'd probably be a lot happier. Mm-hmm. Rapping is hard because you just got yourself in a fucking beat. Yeah. I barely have a DJ. You know what I mean? Like, I don't got no hype, man. I don't got a hundred niggas with me on stage. Like, it just be me and my, my flesh and bones, you feel me? So it's just like, fuck it. We just finna, uh, I'm about to see if I can make people kill each other, you right. know? But I got all these people behind me now with the band. It's five of us. Like, you oh, got yeah. my back. Like, like, did that shit feel natural to you or did it feel fucking weird or what? It was, it was very weird for the first, like, couple shows just because I, you know, I, I'm very anxious all the fucking time yeah and you know just being in front of people the thing that made my first show very good was i had a bunch of my friends there a lot of people were like i'm gonna show up because this is like your first show with your band or whatever so i felt very comfortable but at the same time it was the people i don't know and i think it's you know just it's just anxiety getting the best of me like oh they're not gonna fucking like it i'm not good at what i'm doing i'm gonna you know i'm gonna not remember words or i'm gonna fuck a song up but at the end of the day you know, it doesn't, it really, it really doesn't matter. And I had to, you know, think about that for, I had to like figure that out myself. It just like, as long as I'm happy with like my performance, that's all that matters. As long as everyone else is, you know, and my band is happy. Yeah. And you know, every, everyone in the crowd is just like, yo, that was, that was pretty cool. You know? And like, they're not like walking out or like booing me, which no one will ever fucking do, yeah. you know? Cause it, at least some people, even I've seen bands I don't like and just kind of, yeah, I don't I'll, think I'll I don't st- think he's gonna get that energy. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, fucking at the end of the day, motherfuckers just want to hear some good noise. Exactly. Yeah. So. And you had a good advantage, like having a skate community fucking with you. you exactly. Know, they always be rocking with the bros. They pulling up for their bros. Dude, yes, they do. They pulling up heavy for the bros. Fuck yeah, for birthdays. They do. Niggas having birthday be- parties and birthday cakes. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know? sir. Like, All right, I fuck with you. <laughs> yeah. So I had I had that support, which was nice, and then I also had like I think the. The thing that was very scary for me was just like bringing myself into the the hardcore community that was already there that had been around for a while. And I was kind of like the, you know, like the fresh meat, the new blood. Yeah. And I didn't want to be like, I didn't want them to kind of shit on me. That's how but, I felt as a rapper. Yeah. But they just accepted me with like open arms. They're like, oh, dude, you're doing something that's pretty cool. And then, you know, I just being myself was like yeah dude and you know start to talk to people and they're like oh yeah you're you're a nice guy and i'm like yeah i'm I'm a nice guy i mean you realize that's all you gotta be yeah just don't be a fucking asshole yeah and that's what i like about it because it'd be a lot of other shit with other shit and i'll I'll give you like the contrast between like rap and fucking hardcore whatever we want to call it very (laughs) different but the big thing about it is is like even i'll just even just say just the fans you oh yeah, me? they can't wait. Like they bully rappers, bro. They talk so much shit about rappers, bro. Like this is true. They they I seen a nigga wear the same jacket and in Instagram pictures. Like it's just in two of them. And then he's just like, damn, you love that jacket, don't you? Oh, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I seen a nigga had on some motherfucking Chuck Taylors on stage, 
And these is like, bro, this nigga wear actual chucks and not the fucking designer joints. The fucking, I think it's like some Dior shoes. You know what oh, I mean? Like, I know exactly what you're talking about. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, they're like laughing at him. Like, well, this nigga broke his hell wearing real Chuck Taylors. It's like, and dude, it's just I like, just like them, man. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's point, or they'd be like, oh, this nigga fell off. I ain't, bro, you, whatever happened to so and so, like, like he dead or something. Bro, yeah. You have, have you heard it, bro? I haven't heard shit from him, bro. He's like, he must be. Uh, doing drugs or something being Yeah he must have Totally fell off He's fucking know? gone yeah. Niggas don't want to Listen to your old shit They love And it's all You drop something And in a month They're like bro You ain't been dropping bro What happened bro What happened to your new shit bro And it's like Yeah But all the homies They're putting me on The fucking Some shit that came out In the fucking 80s They're just like bro I listen to this shit all the time You have to play this shit They're like bro This one album I don't give a fuck about anything else that this fucking artist has ever put out. Listen to this album. You have to do it. That sounds, the 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 whole album thing sounds a lot like hardcore. It's like, dude, just one album. Like, this is, I don't care about anything else. Bro, just, here's this, just here's like, this here, one bro. album. Yeah. Yeah, don't play that shit from 2002. We'll go back yeah, to like yeah. It's like, we're just, we're going to play this, this shit album, right yeah. here. <laughs> but those, those bands can tour for the rest of their fucking lives. Oh, yeah. A lot of bands, a lot of like artists and bands just tore off like one record. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, it's the 20 year anniversary of this record. They're Old and floppy and fucking <laughs> yeah, crazy just, looking. Just look like shit. It. Yeah, they're fucking getting it. Well, I feel like I feel like the I feel like the hip hop scene is very uh, competitive. It is because I feel like everyone's competing to actually make it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And everyone wants to, you know, uh, be the loudest guy in the room to some extent. Well, and that's that's also like kind of black culture. You know what I mean? We stepping on niggas like motherfuckers is actually getting stepped on. It's a yeah. lot of gang culture and shit. Yeah, involved, of course. But, you know, I get in. I'm hearing about, you know, uh, you know, you get the straight edge community and then you get like oh, dude. the racist community. Like white yeah. folks got shit going on too, you feel me? There it's the the straight edge community is they they are some of the most violent dudes yeah. I've ever seen. They will bring I've heard about it, I've seen it. Dude, they just they, they go the fuck off. Yeah. It's cause that's you know, like that's their fucking outlet, man. Yeah. They they'll they'll be I don't even want to trigger punch. them right now because don't say shit to dude, me. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, it's like, you know what I mean. Like they, they're, they're very. Shout out to the homies too, but yeah, yeah, no, everybody got like a thing. Of course, yeah, you know, and it's like I like that from culture to culture. I was actually, uh, I think it was Vince Staples or something was talking about like these like um, metal motherfucking bands and like overseas or like outside of the u.s mm -hmm. that were like murdering each other like murdering their band members oh you're talking about like mayhem that. yeah yeah mayhem, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like just shit like that bro it's like it's a lot of levels to these different things and like i don't know bro it's also yeah the the that that whole black metal scene uh in norway was very insane just like the lead singer killed himself and then the the guitar player you know got murdered by the bass player and yeah. One of the guys in that inner circle like murdered some just some random gay guy just because he was gay or something. It's just it's, it's crazy, dude. What the fuck? It, it's yeah, and that happened a span of like two or three years, I think. But <sighs> it's yeah, I mean, there's only one original member of Mayhem that still plays, and I I think it's the drummer, if I'm not mistaken. But it's a lonely job, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> He's just like yeah, everyone else, yeah. you know. I'm still here. Yeah. No. All right. So. Shit. I keep getting like static and shit. 
I need to upgrade my setup one of these days, but I like what I got going on here. I like it too, man. It doesn't sound fucking terrible. Yeah, don't you don't think... have like a whole fucking, this whole table's not filled with a bunch yeah, of shit. Yeah, no, so. I'm portable, man. We yeah, love that shit, dude. I want you to explain something to me. And of course. You called it out as bullshit earlier. It is bullshit. But tell me what you know about the differences between, all right, because we're, they're saying, the boy's been trying to put me on to our style of what we're doing mm-hmm. for inner peace. Right. Right. I was like, make the songs and I'll, and I'll, I'll do my thing. Right. When Tyler Raider was, he hit me, I'd be drunk as fuck <laughs> at the bar. And he'd just walk up and be like, yo, I'm in a band now. I want you to start, uh, I want I want you to feature on a couple songs. I'd be like, yeah, bro, of course. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, hell yeah. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, man, that's going to be weird. Like, I'm going to just have, have a verse on, on this shit. Like, fuck it. I'll just do what I got to do. Right. Next couple of weeks, Pat, bro, I'm still we're still working on these songs. I'm trying to get you on this shit, bro. I'm like, man, you already know nigga fuck with me. I'm a, I'm a bar. I'm like acting like an ass, you know. It's ready to go, dude. Yeah, I'm like ready. And then like one day he's like, yo, we got them shits, so I'm gonna send you the files. He sends them to me and then like it's like five songs. Right. Four songs. Uh they just like recorded them, you know. Probably Whatever. with Tyler's field recorder. Yeah, literally. Thing. Yeah. And then I'm like, yo, ain't nobody else on these. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, bro, we rehearsing on Monday. Like, just like do whatever you just want. Just show up. Yeah. And like, I go to KC. I'm like, yo, KC, nigga. I, I keep telling the same story to people. <laughs> I'm finally going to stop saying it because it's hilarious. <laughs> but I was like, yo, KC, bro, I, I think I'm in a band. He's like, nigga, you think you're in a band? Nigga, I know you're in a band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> but it was perfect, you know? Oh, yeah. But when I'm listening to the songs, I'm like, man, I've never heard, like, I've never thought of myself being, if I pictured myself being in a band, it wouldn't have been that type of shit. Right. And they're like, this is hardcore. And I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, So they yeah. pay me more hardcore shit. I'm like, so this is what it means. But I can't say we're in a punk band because I don't know what the fuck that means. See, it's, everything's like super loose. Um, I think, I think like, whenever I think of hardcore, like the first band that pops my mind is like Negative Approach. Okay. And... That's like, oh, see, this is like, this is such like a can of fucking worms. That is, that's I'm trying an- to pull up this one thing too. Your, the LIB, the Instagram <laughs> bio says Circle City power violence. And I just heard that term power violence like two weeks ago. I don't know what that means either. I will tell you this right now and I'll be, the, <laughs> and I'll, and I will be the first to say it. We are not a traditional power violence. Power violence was a thing that, was in a very like a knit group of people like just like super small it was i believe i i'm probably gonna get it wrong someone's gonna scream get it wrong i don't give a fuck uh i'm pretty sure it was in like the bay area and there was a bunch of bands like spaz it's just like a bunch of people wanted to have fun and just play like really aggressive fast music yeah um a lot of a lot of blast beats and you have the 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 traditional power violence trope where you have like one dirgy song that's kind of like a like a slowed down like stoner metal song i love that at the very end i love yeah. that the, on literally on your album that one song i'm just it, like yeah they get groovy on this yeah, you, you know what i mean yeah. it's it's like a incredible power violence. like there's um some of like the earliest stuff that I can think of, and um, there's like this uh, "Cry Now, Cry Later" comp that came out of the Bay, and I can't remember who the what what label fucking put it out. It was in like the the mid '90s, but it's all just like a bunch of different power violence bands from like that California scene that were doing stuff. It's just short, quick, angry blast beats, bursts of 
bursts of energy. Yeah. And a lot of them were talking about nothing that even fucking mattered. They're talking about, you know, like pizza and like Is having it, fun. Yeah. But Power Vons has turned to this whole thing to where everyone kind of puts it. If you have like blast beats and just like, you know, it really fast, aggressive shit. It's like, it's like, oh, we're Power Vons. And we initially wanted to be a Power Vons band and wrote like faster songs. But I believe once you put like, side to side like moshy tom parts in there mm-hmm. it totally brings it out of the realm of power violence like one of the best power violence records is probably the crossed out seven inch yeah and that that thing's like perfect like if you if you're a power violence band and it doesn't pretty much sound like crossed out that 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 seven inch it's it's probably it's probably not power violence i kind of like because as a rapper i make rap hip-hop right. r&b auto-tune rap <laughs> I do everything. It's all going to be on the same album. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And I really love the idea of just, like, making every type of fucking... Just doing everything? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I, like, Power Violence record followed by whatever they call a punk record. This yeah. Is slow shit. I might even... I'm, like, trying to convince these niggas to make some, like, just random ass, like, just... Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Deftones. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> yes. I first heard of it like niggas talking about. Well, it was a, it was this a uh, meme. This nigga on YouTube. Uh, the the title is listening to Deftones so I get horny. <laughs> <laughs> Takes about five seconds apparently. You just put on around the fur in the very yeah. first song. Nah, all right. So boom, and you talk about like how they was writing. You know, writing shit, right? Right. I personally don't write about much. I'm very, you know, I stick to my subjects, man. I like bitches, cars, weed, fights, um, guns. You know, we're going to keep it all together. Yeah. I'm not straying too far away from money and pussy hoes and violence. (laughs) You know what I mean? Of course. And then I'm listening to all of these records, you know, niggas telling me, oh, listen to this, listen to that, listen to this, listen to that. I'm like looking at the lyrics. I'm like, that's what he's saying, bro. People had a bunch to say. Coming from the depths of hell. Yeah, dude. Oh, you should have died in that car crash. Yeah, there's there's a lot of they a lot of people have a lot to say. It's apparently. some crazy shit. Yeah. But I was like, all right, I'm gonna keep screaming about the shit I rap about. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. And they were like, Yeah, just fucking do that. Like we don't care. I was like, one of the hardest lines you have in one of the songs is uh suck up my dick like you toothless baby. Yes. This shit's yeah. hard. <laughs> it's like, dude, no one like no one says that. Baby. No one says that <laughs> in in you know like a hardcore song, so it's like it's a it's a breath of fresh air. It's, it's hilarious it. to me. Yeah, I'm it's like, awesome. On the ass. All right, so like how do you write your songs? Because like I just start screaming and trying to make the sounds that you're making, but I'm I'm not getting these words right. But what's the point of even having words? I I'd be kinda confused. My my whole my whole thing about writing lyrics is like this is like a uh, um like pretty much like my own personal therapist you know yeah. I I uh, I think about things that frustrate me and piss me off and stuff that makes me upset and sad and uh, I kind of try to bring them um into 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 my songs because I feel like it's you know if there's if I don't have any emotion behind what I'm saying at least for me it doesn't. I, I can't I can't project them how I want to. Yeah. Because before I even get on stage, I try to think about like, all right, this is this is my this is my time. Like I'm I gotta think about everything that makes me mad, everything that's ever made me sad. And I feel like that makes me a better performer because of the emotion I put forward, I feel like a lot of people can feel it. And like and then if you look at my lyrics, you're like, Oh, he's talking about, you know, this and that and some serious stuff. So it's very therapeutic for me to just kind of get it out. And I just kind of think about, 
um, things in my life and that I've gone through and try to put them in a way that other people can understand them, but also, um, isn't too, um, uh, isn't too upfront. You ever get into dark places trying to, trying to get that shit together? Oh, all the time. Um, a lot of, a lot of the stuff that, uh, for the next record I wrote, uh, we're doing a split with a band called Rejoice, but a lot of pretty much every song I wrote about that. And I had an idea before we even were going to do the split. I was like, I'm going to write this whole next record about, you know, my mom and my mom passed away whenever I was like 19. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to, you know, this is like my, my therapy session. Like this is every song is going to be about the process of how I felt and whenever it happened. And, you know, cause I, I started listening to, um, Touche Amore uh, a couple years ago and there's a record by them called Stage Four, and that whole record's about his mom passing. Yeah, and it was very similar to kind of how I felt. Uh, Can whenever. we talk about that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Like, like what was that like for you? What happened? Uh, if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. Um, I was I just graduated high school, um, and my mom had a a heart attack. Whenever uh, we were about to like watch a Colts game or whatever, so she got taken away. And then they're like, oh, it's, it's fine. They're, they're going to do like a, like a bypass through her thigh. So I was like, okay, cool. My sister's had one of those. It'll be fine. And then everything was way too clogged. So they had to do open heart surgery. Mm -hmm. And then after that, she was pretty much like put on life support for a couple weeks and then just kept like progressively getting better. But then she'd have another surgery and things would go, go to shit. Yeah. And then three i think it was like three months into it eventually like after going through all the surgery and seeing her on life support eventually they were like hey you know everything's everything's failing like her kidneys are failing that we there's pretty much nothing we can do like we can keep her alive on life support for as long as you want but if you want to pull the plug we can Mm -hmm. so we eventually just were like fuck it let's pull the plug because there's there's no point just keeping her in the hospital and that's not how she wants to live was that like a I mean, it can't not be a rough process for you, but, you know, what what helped you, you know, getting through those days, those times of your life? Uh, I never really dealt with it until quite recently. It always just kind of was like, it almost felt like a fucking movie, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, this shit's not real, um, you know, and I'm going to put it off. You know, I'm super young and I just can't, I can't imagine it, you know? Yeah. But eventually I had to, had to realize that I was putting off a lot of a lot of emotions and you know acting a certain way just because of things I never fucking dealt with. Yeah. And that's kind of how I was like raised in a certain way like my dad's my dad's a military man so he's very like rub some dirt on it, you know, type thing, but um yeah, it was just it was it was trying to I guess just trying to uh, we don't gotta talk about that for that long, too. Fuck. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, saying, I'm just trying to, just trying to think of like the, the well, right way to put it. You know, I just, uh, I do, I do know a lot of people who've dealt with things like that. You know what I mean? Of course, and, yeah. And as a, as a creator, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're pulling from actual experiences for your music, shit, yeah. shit gets difficult. You know, for me, I was doing that shit for a while with my raps and like mentioning shit that like. I kind of wish I didn't say sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Or like being like, oh, like I got a whole track like, like dissing my pops. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like straight up. Yeah. And then like I be trying to go back and like, or I got like a bunch of songs where like I talk about like Zans. 
Oh, yeah. Like doing Xanax and shit like that, mm-hmm. you know? And then it's just like, I don't know, man. I'm, when I'm trying to, I'm trying to take myself less seriously for the music, but then like every time I'm, I'm like getting ready to do some shit, I'm like, man, I really want to, want to lay it down today. And yeah. I try to get, you know, try to make it therapy and get things off my chest. And I do appreciate people who can do that uh, efficiently, yeah. you know, and really, really use their art form and expression as a way to, to work, work out of shit, you know? Yeah. I, that was, that was one of the best parts about like writing men's health is cause it was kind of serious, but also we made it very funny. Yeah. Like just, you know, wearing underwear and Art makeup and, and yeah. yeah, it just made it, made it really fun. And just like writing some goofy songs was, was really fun. So it was kind of like, we're tackling something serious, but also we're, you know, just not taking things too seriously. Yeah. So, I'm excited for the new record, bro. Dude, it's, I'm, oh, fuck. I'm, I'm excited to have the record that's been out for, for a while now. The fucking, the plants just take forever. Yeah. Well, tell me how you met, tell me how you linked up with LIB. That was... Um, and shout out to all the members. Shout out to all the boys. Yeah, shout out Dustin and Chris and the big old boy Tyler. Yes. Um, I I had just recently got out of doing City Trash. Uh, it was like two or three months, I think, afterwards. Yeah. And Tyler and Dustin were in a band called Guilt Band at the time, and they had recently just disbanded as well. So they were wanting to start a hardcore band, and they linked up with Chris who was doing kiddo at the time, but he wanted to like kind of reach out and or expand and, you know, have like more con- control. Cause ultimately kiddo is Bill's baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all Bill. Shout out to Bill. Yeah. Shout out to Bill for Amazing real. Amazing guy. Yeah. But, um, he just kind of wanted to do something more creative and, um, they linked up with him and they're like, yo, you know, healthy is, you know, he's not doing anything right now. And I had known Dustin just, from seeing him out at shows and I liked Gil Band and Tyler being the big social butterfly that everyone knows him for. Yeah. You know, he just randomly walked up to me one day and was like, Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, just you know, just struck up a conversation. <laughs> like, like starts. Yeah, it's he's he he doesn't know a stranger man, I swear. Right. Um, so I knew him just from that. And then Chris, you know, I knew him from Kiddo. But we we linked up at showroom back whenever showroom was a fucking thing. I've never been there. I don't think. Showroom Studios? Oh, no, I don't think so. It was off of uh, 37. It was just like a little recording studio yeah, practice no, space. I've never been there. No shit. It was uh, nice? It's not there no more? No, I, th- I think they just couldn't pay for the for the spot anymore, especially after like COVID and all that mm-hmm. shit. Um, but we had a couple of practices there, and I think the first practice is we wrote, we wrote nothing left, and I was like, this feels really good. Like these guys, these guys you know, had a clear, very clear idea of like what they wanted to do. And I think Chris sent over like some of the early ceremony stuff and, uh, that crossed out seven inch and was like, I want to do something like this. And I was like, absolutely. Yeah. I want to write fast stuff and I just want to scream and get pissed off. Yeah. So let's what year was it. this? This is 2018? Late 2018, I believe. Like, yeah. Dece- I think we had our first practice like December of 2018. Cause I feel like that first record probably dropped around then and, that's yeah. pretty fast. Yeah, we we dropped the record or uh, the the evocation demo in I think April of 2019 because yep. you played our release show. Yep. It was I me, remember. you, Christian, and <laughs> fucking uh, Skull Cult. Yeah. Yeah. At yep. Pioneer, shit was awesome. It was great. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But yeah, that's how I met up with them, and they're you know my fucking best friends. You know, I live with Tyler and fucking love Dustin, and Chris is a little docile flower, but fucking love that man. I want to know, how did you learn how to scream the way you fucking scream? If anybody goes to listen to this shit, just go to 
Hold on. I wonder if you got to put the dots in. Oh, you do. All right. So yeah. L dot dot L dot I dot B dot. Yeah. Just type it in on like Apple Music or some shit. Yeah. Bro has the craziest fucking voice I've ever heard. <laughs> it it's uh it's just figuring out your voice because the first band I was in, if you listen to the first thing we ever did, I don't sound like that at yeah. all. I sound very like. I just sound like I'm screaming, you know what I mean? I'm not like actually using my diaphragm or anything like that, but I learned over time because I kept blowing out my voice every single time I practiced I or every stop. single show. Yeah, it's it it became just a progression of what felt better yeah. at the time, and then it slowly progressed into what it is now and I was like, "Oh, this feels actually good." Yeah. Like I it and it sounds deep. It sounds mean. Do you do a you do vocal exercises? I hum. And yeah. I try to like sing. I'll just go. Uh, like, I do that shit. Yeah. I think somebody told me to do like a like a. Oh yeah, yeah, that shit too. That shit works, man. <laughs> I hope that doesn't sound crazy on the mic. <laughs> but that shit, like, we trying to clip. But I, I do it for like twenty, thirty minutes, and then like, my problem is, no matter what I do, I'm gonna fuck my voice up. Oh, dude, yeah. And then I'm gonna drink. So, ugh, excuse me, I just burped. <laughs> I'm gonna drink so fucking much after the shows and like chain smoke and shit. You know what I mean? Oh, like, dude, yeah. It's not good. Like by the time I wake up, it's like hell is tequila on my throat. Just like I just feeling like a fucking just a piece of fucking dog shit. It's fucking degenerates, dude. Yeah. It's all the cigarettes that you smoke. You wake up and you're like, oh, dude. Fuck. Uh, it's just like, bro. How, I don't know how else to get over the anxiety like before the show. My stomach be hurt all day. If I'm excited about it, oh dude, I'm yeah, just, I'm just shitting. Oh <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, <laughs> dude. I'm shitting. I'm just like that's the best way to clear your body is just to get ready for a very cool show. <laughs> I try to get all my shitting out before I even get there, and yeah. it sucks sometimes because you get to those shitty venues and you're like, no, nah, I'm not. Nah. And that's uh, another thing, the bro. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh fuck, man. Yeah, yeah. And then like after, I'm just like, fine. It's like finally fucking that bitch, and then I'm like. Everybody's coming to me, talk to me about how I fucked that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, bro, you was fucking the shit out of that bitch. I'm like, yo, stop. I'm sweaty. Hey, stop. Just don't touch me. Right yeah, Don't take, they don't want to take pictures of me. I got no shirt on. I'm glazed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're fucking glazed, don't I? Yeah, I'm like, I can crazy. I just want to smoke and just sit there in the dark for a while. That's that's the best part is like immediately getting done and just like walking outside. Sleeve, yeah. yeah, just being by yourself. Just as far away as possible. People are like, hey, dude, how are you? And you're like, I'm good. Just like, <clears throat> give me, I'll be back, <laughs> dude. I fucking after the show that we had Tuesday, I went, I went to, uh, I went to work and I had to go talk to some like tenant that was in a building and I was talking to him. I was like, yeah, we might have to put the dumpster. And I was like, <clears throat> <clears throat> like, shit, dude. Like, yeah. The dumpster, it's gonna have to go out there. <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go now. That's funny as fuck. Hell no. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just all the cigarettes and all the, all the beer and the screaming. That diaphragm shit makes when. All right, I'm because I, you know, I rap. Yeah. And when I'm rapping, you know, I rap. But like when I'm rapping, I do the, I do the fucking. You know, they say like, oh, he's like a punk rapper type shit. You yeah, know? yeah, you do, you do scream a lot whenever you perform, which is fucking tight. It's tight. I mean, how yeah. else am I gonna get people to fucking turn up? It's just me and some beats. You You're know? just walking around with your head down. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, fuck that. Down. Like, nigga, kill each other, please. Ha hurry. You head know, about your best friend, dude. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, boom. I'm like, just getting as loud as I can, and I just, I was comfortable. Like, fuck, I'm gonna lose my voice tonight. I didn't realize you could lose it. And like never get it back or like need surgery or some shit. Oh, dude, yeah. There's um, 
there's one of my favorite bands, Jawbreaker. Um, the frontman Blake Schwarzenbach. He had uh, they were on tour, and uh, I think they were in London, I believe. Mm-hmm. But there's one day he like just coughed and coughed up like a giant blood clot, and he had to go get uh, surgery on his throat, and it was like. You know, it may work again, it may not, but he, like, couldn't, he, like, couldn't talk for, um, like, I think, like, a week and a half or something. But he's totally fine now. Yeah. But it's- That's a scary-ass shit, It's scary-ass shit. Don't tell me I might not be able to do what I, bro. Exactly. I do this, I, my voice is mine for a living. Well, I think he was just, I think he was, like, doing a very unnatural, like, straining of his voice. So it just fucking destroyed him. He sounded crazy? It, well, he he just tried to sing, but it, like- tried to be like more like and then like you listen to like his later shit and he doesn't sound like that at all yeah Yeah. he learned his lesson he learned his fucking lesson (laughs) dude uh niggas talk about the diaphragm shit i was on because i'm like all right i'm not finna fuck my shit up for this band right you know niggas we uh, i'm learning to face a few facts you feel me yeah yeah we're in a band we ain't finna make a whole bunch of money off rip (laughs) niggas trying to get me on tour immediately yeah yeah i'm not finna fuck myself for this oh yeah oh yeah and they're like yeah bro like keep it together so i'm like all right i'm on youtube and i'm searching like how to scream they're like using weird ass terms and shit like i forget what they were saying but it was whatever i'm seeing people like they're like just use your diaphragm and i'm sick of people saying that shit without telling me how to do it how to actually do it yeah the it's like the way I learn to do it is, you know, like when you normally breathe in and yeah. like your chest. I breathe like, with my stomach. Yeah, that's that's using your lungs. And if you breathe with your stomach, that's using your like your diaphragm. Yeah, because I, I, when I was a kid, I forget what I was watching. I think it's like some Tai Chi shit or something. But it was like. Uh, some Kung Fu shit. Just- yeah. And they're saying like your lungs ain't in your chest. Or like they're like they kind of like are a little bit lower. Yeah, they're like bo- like a little bit behind your ribs. Or yeah, they're like so on your the stomach's sides. supposed to expand when you breathe in. Yeah, and not your chest. It's like so. normally sitting down, like your stomach. Whenever you breathe, it's it's all your stomach. But you know, you take deep breaths, especially if you're on stage or whatever. You're like take a deep breath, and it's yeah. all on your chest. And, that's and all after your running, lungs. when I'm when you run, you just like <sighs> oh yeah, it's just all, all chest. It's all shit. chest and lungs, but everything in your stomach's all your diaphragm. But this dude, like he described it as like coming like diaphragm as a stomach and then he was like showing his like chest doing his weird chest like just poking it out like pulling shit apart but he's like your chest is like the chamber so it comes from your stomach and through your chest and you should never feel your throat and i was like Mm. what the fuck are you talking (laughs) excuse me sir (laughs) i was like you please explain that a better way keep doing what i what i figure i'm doing now oh yeah because even when i talk i'm always like I always end up doing this shit and man, man, I'm like, I'm like weary of the day where like I cough real hard and never stop talking like this. Yeah, just, <laughs> hey man, I'm you know, fucking like, uh, I mean, yeah, nigga, you already know y'all little niggas don't know nothing get, about you Wayne. You guys got a cigarette on you. That niggas ain't heard of the, the Carter too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you remember when No Ceilings came out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, hold on, let me look at my list of questions. I think I'm almost done. We we in this bitch. It's been an hour and seven minutes. Can you believe it? Fuck, dude. We've talked about great things. Also, yo, thanks for thanks for talking about you know your your situation, your mom and oh, dude. deep shit. I wanna uh, you know what I like. We aren't alone. So somebody's gonna hear that shit and be just like it's gonna hit them right here. You know. See, that's that's all. I, that's all I hope, man. Yeah. That's what I do about my lyrics too. I hope it reaches somebody else other than me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shit, man. All we got is each other in this in this whole little scene we got here. Yes, right? sir. Support. I hate the word scene, but we we are we are it Indianapolis is a, is, is is so fun. 
Dude, this place has become very fucking cool in the past. Uh, ever since the pandemic lifted, like it was kind of it was hit very hit or miss before the pandemic, and then after, I feel like everyone's very very into into everything. Everyone's coming out and very supportive. So you just got off tour. I did. Yes. How was that? Tour was fucking insane. Uh, Philly is not a spot for us to play apparently. Cause Why? What happened? We've had two Philly dates so far and two different tours that have completely dropped. Bad luck. Yeah, just bad luck. Like, shit's happened, but... Your uh, first Philly show is going to be fucking crazy. I fucking hope so, man. <laughs> I want to play Philly, dude, but You're no one fucking wants us, apparently. <laughs> uh, but, no, tour was super fun. Kickoff show was awesome. We did a couple dates with Rejoice. Uh, Columbus was fucking awesome. Um, just being on the road with the with the boys is is awesome. You got I just, the van. That fucking... When you cop that shit, you put it on the ground. The blue eyes, like, white dragon, dude. Ooh, look at you. <laughs> I honestly lucked out with that fucking thing, man. Yeah, I like I it. Got, yeah, I got, it was the perfect fucking band for us. Hell yeah. What's it like going on tour as a as a band? I've talked to Sirius about touring and Oreo, too, about like how they, you know, the rap tours. Uh, well, what's it like with a bunch of bros and equipment? It's... It, I mean, it's fun. We never get on in like each other's nerves or anything. We plus we have a TV, so everyone kind of keeps to themselves. But yeah. um, I think the the main the main concern is how we're gonna pack everything back in the van yeah. and like where we're gonna stop and get food because Chris is a vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, just to accommodate for everyone. Everyone always wants to. It's mainly me. I mainly want to do shit yeah. in different cities. Everyone's kind of maybe has one thing that they want to do. I be trying to go out. I be like, man, we in town right now. Oh, you know yeah. what I don't be wanting to do? I be because I always travel by myself. Like most of the shows that I've done in the past, I'm trying to like not do that anymore. Right. But I, I'm always like dolo. But I be trying to see where like the parties is at and shit like that. Like I want to see a little culture. And, oh, I can't do that. But dude. niggas be wanting to go like, oh, we finna go to the mountains and shit. That'd be like about to go on a ten mile hike, dude. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing no, that. No, thank you. I'm cool, you know. I gotta go to the bathroom. Take a break. Give me one second. Break. Not gonna lie, man. I was about to explode. <laughs> I thought I could hold it, and I was like, nah, dude, I'm, uh, this is, this is, nope. Fuck it. Yeah, a little piss break. <laughs> little, uh, little, little, little duties, man. We all, all gotta the, clear ourselves. It's all the fucking beer, man. All right, Just, so I'm afraid to go on tour, and I'm always say I'm probably... Reiterate it, and honestly, what I'm doing right now is because I have like my list of questions that I I want to ask restaurant owners or like rappers. I kind of keep a template. Right. When I talk to rappers, I'm always like, "Yo, what's the first thing you recorded on? What's yeah. your first equipment? Like that's type of shit I be wondering on." But like, I'm trying to get right now like in the swing of like the type of shit I wanted to be asking people that are in bands. You feel right. me? And the one thing I got is like tour that I'm super curious about because only because I've never been on tour. And my biggest issue with, I don't want to not know where I'm going to sleep. And I don't like shitting in random places. It's a guessing game. Um, Tour, uh, usually people will put you up. Um, If we we don't get put up, especially on the, not so much the last one we went on, but the the one we went on in October, wherever we went out to Convulse Fest. um, If we didn't have a place to stay, we would just, get a hotel or something that's good yeah because i mean we had like enough money in the band fund and we're just like you know dude fuck it let's just let's just get a hotel because i i wouldn't mind sleeping in the van honestly um 
just because it's everyone you've been in there, haven't yeah, you? It's a nice van. Yeah, it's pretty spacious too. Everyone's kind of got their, like their own space. Yeah. Um, but I mean, usually people in the people in the scene are like very accommodating. They'll give you a place to stay, and you know, it may not be the best circumstances, but fuck, dude, it's a place to stay. Now, can you recall? Your, I want to know your favorite show on tour and your least favorite show on tour. <sighs> Let me think. Um, I tell you my favorite. I had a show out in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Andrew Barber. I opened up for. It was two of them. Two times where like just seen the Metro sold out. Oh no shit! Yeah, and it was Lil Herb and oh, fuck uh, yeah, <laughs> Lil Herb and Lil Baby. God damn. And that shit was turnt, bro. It was like a Red Bull Sound Select show. It's my first time seeing a sold out show and like just being on stage in front of him. I opened for him. Uh, it was like me and Trill Sammy or some shit. Fuck, dude. And I was just like, yep. <laughs> good, good, good response, too. A too. bunch of the homies came. It was decent. Like they kind of stand around and like kind of just like stare at you. Yeah. Which is like whatever. I realized that was going to happen. And then like that's just rap shows. Everybody was packed in so tight. When the rapper come out, People gonna rock, but really it's just phones up. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. But, like, so many of the homies from here went out there to see me, and, like, niggas was trying to start a mosh pit in the <laughs> middle of that crowd. Just trying to push people around yeah, and shit. Yeah, and it was like, I was, like, seeing it, I was turned up about it, and, like, I saw my mama on the balcony, I was like, all right, we straight. And, like, the homies is, like, making niggas mad and shit, you know what I mean? But, like, that was great. That was great. I think my worst show, I did a show... DJ Littletown was my DJ for a while. Shout out to her. Shout yeah. out to Jess Littletown. Shout out Jess. And uh, we did like a like a holiday show, but it was in a, a different city in Indiana. And this was like years ago. And it was like, uh, it was New Year's or some shit. Because she was your DJ for the longest time, right? For like a like a year or so. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, the longest I've ever had, like somebody just said, like, that's my DJ. We I remember she was, together and yeah, shit. she was your DJ whenever you did, um, uh, fuck, Zach's old Zach's old house. Yeah. Um, that little basement thing or whatever. It's tight. Yeah. Honestly, I would love to have like a, a woman as my DJ again. Yeah, and she's good at what she does. She's fucking killing it right yeah. now. We did this show and it was like uh, at this bar where like no one knew that I was going to be performing. Damn. And it was like New Year's or something. So like everybody was like there to just get drunk and nobody wanted to like see somebody perform. Yeah. So needless to say, when I started, like nobody knew what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? It was is funny. And so I was like, karaoke? two shows in. I mean, two songs in. And I was like, I ain't doing this shit, bro. I ain't gonna lie, my <laughs> shit too hard, and they're not ready for this right now. And so she stopped, and then she was like, I know what they want, and she played like some goofy ass white people music and everybody turned the fuck up bro <laughs> play some Mumford and Sons or yeah. some shit and then we still got paid like really good for that show and like the dude was like he was like yo I'm never having you out here again cause I just paid y'all so much for nothing <laughs> yeah alright that's right. wild go 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 tell me something uh okay probably um my least favorite show was uh back whenever I was in City Trash and there was it was State Street it was a Monday night or Sunday night and it was an out-of-town band, and I think Prison Shift played, but there was just literally no one there. Yeah. And it was, everyone, you can kind of tell no one really wanted to be there, so the energy just kind of was like, uh I hate that. And, yeah, and even the touring band was just kind of like, uh and it was, it just, it felt like a chore. That's, yeah. that's yeah, the first well, time yeah, the music felt like a chore. Obligations hit, and you're just like... I hate that energy. Dude, yeah, it's, it's not, <laughs> it's not fun. Not yeah. fun at all. Um... Probably my favorite show. Uh, fuck, man. 
we played a show in we played a show in Chicago with uh Snuffed and this band Stress Positions and another band and it was just such a small little basement venue and every like I don't think anyone really knew who we were at the time yeah. and this was back in October and we were, we were coming out and everyone just loved it and everyone was very excited people were moving and the ceiling was super small so there's a very distinct memory that I have of Tyler standing in between the rafters in the basement yeah. and his head's just in between the rafters because <laughs> he's too fucking tall. So every band, like bands are playing and he's just like trying not to move too much so he doesn't hit the other rafters. Yeah. But that show was really cool. Uh, we got put up in a like a apartment all by ourselves for the night and we got paid really well. And I like we were, that. Don't you love when it just be like, Shit set up for you to just it worked do what you out. Do and relax. Worked out so well. The dude was just like, "Yeah, go up, go upstairs. Um, there's an apartment up there. It's got you know two bedrooms, a couch, a TV. There's, you know, everything you need. We got paid really well. It was the first night of tour. I think that was like the best I had felt. I was just like, dude, this is going to be a great tour. Everything's working out. Set the tone to our favor. Yeah, I like that. That's like the most. The best one I have, like, in recent memory. That I can no, that's of. good. That's really good. Fucking, I'm excited to go on tour. I'm trying to keep it short. You'll have a blast. Yeah. Well, you know You'll me. I'm <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and our band is hard, bro. Yeah, dude. Lie. Like, what? Uh, we bullshit. Yeah, people are going to be just like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Also, like, let me go ahead and say it now. You feel me? I, I was, I don't give a fuck about being new to this space and like not knowing really shit about the music. Like I don't, fuck, you feel me? I don't give a fuck about nobody' opinions on nothing. Yeah, say that shit now. Everybody can suck my dick. You know what I mean? But yeah, fuck yeah. The one thing that I was like, I was like, yo, I don't know what it's like to be at all these just straight up like. I like rap shows and I like rap shit because niggas be involved. Right. You feel me? <laughs> black my black people. You feel me? I'm comfortable in them situations. Yeah, 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 of course, of I course. I have so many reasons to not be comfortable around. That's the whole reason why I didn't go to the Project Pat show. I was like, dude, I am, I'm not going to that <laughs> shit, man. He's like, yeah. I, I feel like, I, like as much as I want to see Project Pat, dude, it's probably, you know, yeah. like I, I would feel so out of place. I'm, you know, a 5'9 white boy. Yeah. Just like, oh. And I was like, bro, I'm not going to lie. Like if we start going to, and they're like, nah, dude, like shit's cool now. Like shit, like whatever, like this scene ain't like that. But I was like, bro, if we start going on tour, I start running into like racist motherfuckers and shit, bro. I don't know. How I'm, I, don't, I don't know. If I'm gonna be happy about doing this shit, if you feel me, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know what what lanes I'm getting in. If we end up around some bullshit, I'm I'm gonna be very I'm gonna be very very upset. And I'm gonna I'm be very hostile. For long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there's I mean? there's not many words. Yeah. So you know, that's just one of those things where like, I don't know. I'm excited though. Yeah, I mean, it's it's especially if you guys are going to like. Chicago and like Milwaukee and like other places like that. It's yeah. those those scenes are very very like we don't tolerate bullshit. That's what I like though. Yeah. I want to go to New York too. New York, I've played New York one time. Actually, no. Let me let me let me backtrack. That's the worst fucking show. Yeah. When New York was, we played Gold Sounds and some band called Stolen Valor stole all of our fucking money. Oh, hell no. Nah. That was whenever we were on tour with Kiddo, and we played to, like, nobody, and they are like, here's $30 for both of you guys. We're going to take the rest, and they're just, like, a bunch of fucking art school kids. That's fucking... We talk about that show quite I feel like, frequently. I was, like, I was about to say, like, I feel like, I feel like Casey's told me something like that before. Dude, he probably has, because it was just like, well, that fucking sucked. Yeah. And then we had, like, three days off in New York, so it was worth it, but, like, that show, I was like... 
Ain't no way. He's bro. like, this shit sucks, man. New York's whack. Ain't gonna lie to you. I'm at a loss for work. <laughs> I try not to offend people on my podcast. I wish a motherfucker would try to fuck with somebody would be bad. Just, here's thirty dollars, you know, for that, two, and that's the whole bucks. thing too. So, all right, rappers can go on tour or like go do a show, and it'll be just a just a, just a nigga and his DJ, right. and you know, twenty five hundred for upcomer was like, yeah, bro, like I'm finna go play at this little school or whatever, and twenty five hundred, yeah. What for the for just the nigga and like motherfuckers if they like you you feel me they're like yo we'll pay for the flight we will get the hotel and we'll get you a couple bands what and like niggas is like hey bro just so you know it is five of us but also yeah you know like and I'm like what you mean yeah. <laughs> I'm like what are you talking about I'm like I know but like I'm like yo when I want to know. I want somebody to tell me, like, where where does money start coming in with this band shit? Uh, mainly from merch merch, merch sales. Yeah. Honestly, that's that's where it comes in from. That's, rap, that's I think that's all shit too. You know, you yeah. got products for sale, it gets good. Yeah, and a lot of like, we don't take any cut of like money ourselves. The only cut of money that I take from the band fund is for the uh the car insurance on the van. That's yeah. the only thing that comes out. Everything else is just gets immediately put back into the band. I with, like that. Whether it's merch or whatever the fuck it is, because I've we're we're all like self, you know, we we can provide for ourselves to some extent. You know what I mean? We're yeah. not like scrounging for for money most of the time. And well, that's um, the advantage of having a job and yeah. being in the band. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, we really don't need that as a source of income. It's mainly just, you know, this is what we love to do and all the money that we make, we're more than happy to just plug it back into it to make, you know, better merch. Like, it's like, oh, we had shirts. Like, oh, maybe let's do fucking sweatshirts next because, you know, sweatshirts are cost more than normal t-shirts. But, um, you know, let's, you know, maybe get some new gear. You know, it's like, any anything to like help the band progress to be, to be better. That's, that's where all that money goes. But it takes... It takes it takes a while to get to a certain point. I like that though, cause shit, I fuck around and I make some rap money and I just want to buy pants and <laughs> you pay some bills. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Dude. I buy a bunch of food, gain some weight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? I be like, damn, where my money go? <laughs> Where's all my shit, man? Yeah, right. Uh, I be like, damn, I need a new laptop for <laughs> yeah. like two years. I just be like, what happened to all my money? Uh, all right. What? Let's see. What is the next project called? That uh, you have a name? Uh, Did I, you tell me? I think I think we're just it's just gonna be a split. I think Rejoice wanted to name it something, um, but we're just gonna do it. Just Rejoice, or it's gonna be Life is Beautiful, Rejoice, because they kind of fit, you know, together. It's nice, and just have that. That's it. That's the just the Life is Beautiful, Rejoice split. You think you'll ever be in another band? Do some more like side projects or something like that? Yeah, I think so. I wanna. I want. I definitely want to play guitar. In something, I don't think it'll be punk though. Are you good or, at it? I just play power chords. Yeah. Shout it. out to Bill, Bill Stack. He gave me a fucking guitar the other day. Yeah, yeah, he did. He gave me a guitar. I don't know what to do with it, dude. I'm telling you, man. I was, I'm, I was the same way. Just all fucking power chords, man. <laughs> like, and right. I'm like, dude, this sounds cool, man. Yeah. But I, I want to. I know I'll only get better if I play with more people. Like right. as long as I have a drummer, a bass player, something going on, like, it'll it'll make me better. I can't just get... I mean, I can always get better, like, just playing by myself, but... 
I won't. I'll just be. I'll like, yo, yo, want to hear this like Legend of Zelda? Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> just learn some of the dumbest shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> be like, it's bullshit. And honestly, Tyler uh, Raider, he was like, bro, you need to learn something before our sophomore album. I was like, I took that as like a. A nice challenge. little challenge. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean it's always good when I, whenever someone else like sets something up for you. You're like, all right, dude. If I get better than Wayne was, I don't give a fuck about <laughs> anything else. He wasn't even that good. He man. was like, that shit was so funny, dude. <laughs> he get on stage with it and everyone's like, lollipop. Oh god, we're fucking losing it, man. Hell yeah. Oh hey, man, anything. Any uh, piece of advice you want to tell to somebody listening to you right now that is young Helvey's age? Uh, I guess, you know, as bad as things may seem, they are going to get better. Day day by day, just keep pushing. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's maybe it. It's just, you know, look forward, live for today, and there's always a tomorrow. That's about yeah. all I got. Life is beautiful. Life is beautiful, my friend. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, thanks again for fucking with your kid, man. Dude, I think we're hitting like me. an hour and a half. Jesus. Can you tell the people your socials? My, hey, look, Monday coming back, I still, like, I'm over here wheezing and shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, tell the people how to find you and your music. Uh, My social media, my personal one, is sickoftalk underscore, all one word, obviously. That's only Instagram. I don't have twitter or anything else um the band is l.i.b.crew on uh instagram we have everything up on apple music spotify all streaming platforms everything's up there look out for uh the 12 inch that should be coming in very shortly order it from convulse records or order it for directly from us if you see us play yes <laughs> yes yes sir Amen, amen, and then and, and tell somebody you love them today, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bye.